Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Today is the day the Lord has made, and he has much to give to you. He has blessings for you and lessons for you to learn, so get ready to learn those lessons. Join us in this program, You Are Chosen, as Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries takes us through John fifteen sixteen, which says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, that ye should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Hello and welcome to this broadcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. And what an amazing thought that Christ chose us. And when I'm talking about how he chose us, he created all things and all things are under his feet. And yet it was us whom he chose to create a soul that would be able to dwell with him eternally forever. And it was us that he created in his own image. And when I think of that, it just boggles my mind. But there's scripture after scripture that proves that to us. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, he says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish in the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. He could have chosen to allow any of his creatures or his creations to be his express image, but he didn't choose that. He chose us. Other scripture that we want to look at as we begin to think about how special we are, is that we were created in his image and we are created in his likeness. And he has done that for an express reason. If we look at Colossians 1.10, we are told these words, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. And so the scripture that Erica read in your hearing that said that we are to bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That means we are to walk worthy of the calling that God has placed upon us and of the gift he's given us by creating us in his image and that that fruit needs to be unto good works. And all through the scriptures, we are encouraged and implored to work for the Lord to walk after his ways, to obey his commandments, to invest in his people in such a way as to give glory to the kingdom of God. Those are the fruits we're talking about, fruits of righteousness. We're told in Galatians that we have fruits of the spirit. 
and that we should be found actually exhibiting those things. And it's important that we realize that all of this is an opportunity that God gives us because he loves us. And it's because he cared so much for us that he gave his only begotten son that we might have life and have it more abundantly. It's important for us to realize that we're not just another person. We are the children of God. And those of us who've placed our faith in him have been begotten by his son. His blood has washed our sins away. And when God sees us, he doesn't see our sinful, defiled body. He sees the blood. And it's that blood of Christ that makes us part of the family of God. We're told in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1 these words. My little children, these things I write unto you. Whoops, that's 2, but that's a good verse too, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. That's 1 John 2, 1. And that verse tells us that we are not to sin. But if we sin, just like he tells us in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness because Jesus Christ loves us that much. And when he sees us, we're the express image of God. We're the likeness of God. And 1 John 3, 1 says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. We're going to have trouble in the world. Jesus told us that because we're not of the world. We walk in the world. And just like Abraham said, he was looking for a city whose builder and maker was God. He was a pilgrim and a stranger in this world. And Christians don't fit in because the world is worldly and it's of the devil and the devil is the prince of the air, and he has reign over the, of the earth. But there's coming a day when Christ comes back, and he calls his children home, and he regains that place of ruler of the world. Because you see, he's just allowing the devil to have free reign right now, the prince of the power of the air. At no point could the devil ever defeat him. At no point has the devil more power than him. In fact, we know this for sure because when Christ died, he rose again on the third, third day and he had gone to hell and he had defeated Satan and his army and he had the keys of hell in his hands. You see, we're in his express image and we are chosen by him to serve him. We are chosen by him to receive his greatest blessings. And the greatest blessing that we can possibly have from God is salvation. It's to walk with him and talk with him. It's to understand who he is. It's to be part of the family of God. And no wonder the writer says, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. He chose that for us, for you and for me. He chose that because he loved us that much. He didn't call the fowl of the air the sons of God. He didn't call our beloved animals. He didn't call our cattle. He didn't call any of those things the sons of God. But he gave that to us, his human race that he created in his image. And you know what? When we're born into a family, we honor that family. 
we try to hold the family traditions. We try to make the family be prominent. We try to make the family look good. We try to do things to protect the family name. People who have businesses and companies and highly profile families are always protecting the family. And even those of us who don't come from the high profile families, we're protecting the family name. How much more should we protect and honor and hold sacred the family of God and to walk by the commandments and hold the traditions, so to speak, or the commandments of God? Because generally, when we are trying to protect the family by holding a tradition, it's something maybe that makes us feel good or looks good or it's always been done that way so we're comfortable. But that's about all the benefits you get from it. But when you walk in the traditions of God, when you walk according to his holy word and you follow his commandments, that is the life he has planned for us. And the Bible says that he has planned to prosper us and to give us a hope and an expected end. The Bible says no good thing does he withhold from them that walk uprightly. The Bible says that he, that he is the giver of life. And the Bible says that he will supply all of our needs according to his riches. The Bible says that he will strengthen us so that we can do the things that he would have us to do. These are all the things that we get from following after him. You see, we really are giving nothing up, but we are actually living the life that he proposes for us that we might have the most abundant life possible. He loves us in a way that we can hardly fathom. And he loves us in a way that we can hardly understand. It's important that we listen to what the scripture says when it says that you should go forth and bring forth fruit. And it needs to be the kind of fruit that lasts. In First, Thess- in, in First Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 12, we are told these words. That, we would, that ye would walk worthy of God who hath called you unto his kingdom and glory. We're a chosen people to be peculiar and zealous of good works. We're special in God's eyes. In fact, the Bible says that we are the apple of his eye. We are so precious to him that he gave his only begotten son. And we are so precious to Jesus that he gave his life for us. And we're so precious to the Holy Spirit that he indwells in us. Because God the Father, God the Son... They didn't want to be apart from us. In fact, Jesus said, I go away to prepare a place for you that where I am, ye may be also. But he tells us that he sends us a comforter. And that's the Holy Spirit. We are so chosen by God and so special to him that he doesn't ever want to be apart from us. And I wonder as Christians if we really grasp what that means. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us to be called the sons of God. There's a responsibility to be Christ-like if you're going to claim to be a Christian. 
And you can't do that on your own. It only happens through the regeneration of the blood of Jesus Christ that we get when we place our faith in him and we allow him to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But it happens to each and every one of us who choose to bow before a holy God and repent of our sins and ask him to dwell in us. And when we do, the Bible says that old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And we're a new creature in Christ Jesus, a chosen person that is bringing glory to God with our actions, our words, our life. It's a life lived for him. And a life lived with him, for him is never a wasted or unproductive life. It's never a life that's not worth living. A life lived with Christ, for Christ and with Christ is an abundant, glory-filled life that brings glory to the Father and joy unspeakable and full of glory to us and a peace that passeth understanding. You are a chosen person, and regardless of what the world may have made you feel like, the truth is he created you in his image. You are special. You are loved, and he wants to have a personal relationship with you that will give you a life of everlasting joy and peace. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the Gospel Group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
happy girl